0: I've had this same thought uh, keep coming back to my mind uh, lately from uh, different things that God's put on my heart, uh, from different things that we've been reading through in Scripture, uh, either here in our morning service or at our evening time in our uh, morning devotions. Some of these things just keep coming back to me um, about uh, implementing the Word of God. And I want to start out by um, uh, giving you uh, this quick little uh, tidbit here it's It's really a worthless one, so you don't have to write anything down. Um, there are There are two types of people in the world, at least when it comes to food. There are those that are the meat people, and there are the salad people. Uh, I tend to fall quite heavily towards the meat people, Uh, so much so that last night uh, on the grill were perfectly done uh, Delmonico steaks. Just absolutely fabulous, if I don't say so myself. Uh, Really enjoyed the steaks. They were good. We also had a salad with The salad was great, too. Um, I I didn't come here to rave about the salad, though. Uh, But there are those people that fall in one category or the other. I I say that, though. Well, you know, the, the other thing is, Uh, Interesting tidbit for those that would fall heavily to the salad side. Uh, There are those that are vegetarians or vegans or whatever. And I found out this past week, and this is such an interesting fact, that uh, cows typically only eat grass. And if you are what you eat, you're eating grass, so having a Delmanico steak would actually make you vegan. (laughs) I thought that's just wonderful. Now we can sit at the same table and eat the same kind of food together. There are the lettuce people, though. Uh, The lettuce people really should be commended uh, because they're following such a wonderful biblical principle. Now, some of my vegetarian friends that I have would uh, give a resounding amen to that, thinking that the created order of things in the garden when uh, we weren't eating animals at that point would say, yes, we should only be eating fruits and vegetables and salads and that kind of thing. But I want to draw your attention to um, the great salad book of Scripture. Does anybody know which book of Scripture that is? Which which book of Scripture is the great salad book? I wouldn't even venture a guess myself, but it's actually the book of Hebrews. The book of Hebrews. It starts out already in chapter 4. Let us. And it goes on and on, over and over and over. Let us do this and let us do that. Uh. And it really struck me, I listened to uh, somebody speaking briefly this past week, and he was talking about this great chapter, um, this salad book of scripture, this uh, wonderful book that calls us back into um, re-examining our lives. Uh, And not just examining for the sake of looking at it, but then making a change making a shift in the way we live our lives. If you would look at all of the lettuce things in Hebrews, every one of them is to move us in the direction of obedience. Every one of them gives us something to do. Uh, I've I've been a big fan of Hebrews for a long time. I think it paints a wonderful picture of this this, uh, overarching main structure of, of the Bible and how we saw what God had implemented in the Old Testament and fulfilled it in the New Testament through Jesus. Uh, But that that fulfillment is also uh, left for us to do, to put into practice the things that we should. Let us us strive to enter the rest. There's something that we're supposed to be doing there. Uh, Let us hold fast our confession. And over and over and over, uh, throughout the book of Hebrews, um, we hear about let us. Uh, and it's not just good words to ponder. I, th- I think that's where God keeps stirring in me. Uh, James talks about do not merely listen to the word, but do what it says. That same idea of putting into practice the things that God reveals to us in his word. Uh, Wisdom, uh, God talks about wisdom uh, heavily in the Proverbs, uh, again in James and in different books throughout uh, the Bible and in different places. Wisdom, wisdom is not, wisdom is not just what you know. Uh, There are a lot of wise people that have uh, amassed all kinds of knowledge and yet they don't act on any of it. I could be outquoted all day long by people that have more knowledge of uh, biblical passages and have committed to memory some of those things, and yet they don't walk with the Lord. And that's not wisdom. Wisdom is putting into practice what you say you believe, um, living out what you know. And so I want to I plant a seed, uh, going back to that whole garden idea and lettuce, I want to plant a seed for you um, to think about what it would be like for you if you were in a lettuce group. If you were a part of a small group of people that would look at every one of the lettuce statements or lettuce uh, uh, invitations maybe in the book of Hebrews and discuss that, so that we could uh, also, as it says, um, spur one another on. That's one of the lettuce things in there. What if, what if you were a part of a group that would say, I want to see something different in my life? You know, we, we, we talk about New Year's resolutions. Uh, anybody make one this year? Uh, I've, I've kind of thrown those out the window. Uh, they don't the, the typical New Year's resolution hardly lasts more than a month, and v- very seldom do they ever get carried out throughout the whole year. Uh, Scripture is different though. It isn't, uh, well, I tried some of those things last year. Uh, didn't really work out, but I'll try again this year maybe. I, I want to move beyond that in my own life, to just trying a little bit harder. Um, we don't live the Christian life by trying harder. We're, we're not right before God by trying harder. But there is this call to, to live out what we know, what we believe. Um, and there's so many things that we are meant to do together. So I, I want to just plant that seed for now and, and be ready for those opportunities to say, I'd like to do that. I'd like to come together with with a few people to look at these things and be in a lettuce group and see how meditating on it and implementing it could change the way that you and I live. Sometimes, uh, just like like, uh, uh, working out, uh, a friend of mine and I back uh, just as we're finished up high school, started working out it was the only way that I could ever gain weight back then Gary probably knows that you just there are times where you just you can't eat enough to gain weight so what you do is you try to bulk up with muscles and those are all gone anyway but the only way that we were going to stay faithful to that is if we did it together I would not have gone to the gym day after day after day to lift weights all by myself but when I had somebody to do it with that was encouraging to me and to him and so we did that faithfully for quite a while Uh, Those kinds of things are practices that we need to implement here in the Christian life. Um, Doing things together uh, with one another. Um, uh, That could be another thing that we do uh, somewhere down the road is look at all the one another's in the New Testament and see what it is to live life together with one another. Uh, These last couple years have been Uh, really hard on the one another living. Um, And so I'm just putting this out before you today uh, to consider if you would want to make an intentional shift in your life and look at these 12 or 15 things here that Hebrews calls us to put into practice and say, I'm up for that challenge. Maybe we could even have a a salad with it, or if we're really ambitious, I'll cook some steaks if you're part of my group. I want to plant that seed. It's a wonderful thing for us to be in community together, especially when it comes to spurring one another on. So I leave that as a challenge for you today.